When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 274, Being Weird and Being Okay With It, by Ramit Sethi of I'll Teach You To Be Rich.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, Life Optimizer. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, the podcast where I act as your personal narrator and read some of the best blogs I can find covering personal development, minimalism, and more. And I'm Justin Mollick. I'm back today on this Saturday morning with a post from Ramit Sethi talking about quote-unquote strange things some people do and how we judge them for it. And I'm still experimenting with not promoting anything at the top of the show. So if you enjoy the podcast, please listen to the end. But for now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Being Weird and Being Okay With It by Ramit Sethi of I'll Teach You To Be Rich.com. I recently spoke on a panel in Napa Valley called What I've Learned in the Last 10 Years. During the presentation, one of the other panelists said something that did not go over well. I found it fascinating. This guy is a successful entrepreneur. He's talking about how, as he's gotten busier, He's had to change how he maintains his relationships. He's realized he'd rather nurture his existing relationships than take random coffee meetings or meet with random people. Okay, cool. That's a pretty honest statement. He has limited time and wants to spend it with people he knows. No problem so far. So he finally figured out what works for him. He created a top 50 favorites list of contacts on his phone. He prioritizes them when it comes to hanging out. When he has a free minute, he calls or texts the people on his top 50 list. Then he told us at the end of the year, he reevaluates who should be on the list and shuffles or deletes or adds to it. It can only be 50 people, so every year he makes the tough decisions as to who's on his top 50. People did not like this. You could hear it in the audience. Everyone went silent and there was almost a collective gasp. Later during Q&A, most of the questions were half jokes about, will I make it on your top 50? In a room that was otherwise warm and welcoming, this felt opportunistic and transactional. Personally. I loved it. Here's a guy who is busy and has to make tough choices. Trust me when I tell you he's a very nice guy who wants to help people, but he also knows what it takes to grow his business. Instead of blowing smoke up people's asses and saying, you just do the best you can, or I try to help everyone, he was actually honest about what it takes to succeed at his level. Predictably, people hated it. The key insight here is this. People hate seeing how the sausage is made. We love to believe everything is effortless and just happens. For example, one of my friends, a mother of three, told me how other women would ask her how she looked so amazing with her busy job and family of five. She used to excitedly tell them about her detailed workouts and diet. Their response? They got really mad, she told me. They would say things like, I can never do that and must be nice to have time. You know what she tells them now? I just watch what I eat and I play with my kids a lot. They smile and carry on. People hate seeing how the sausage is made. We almost never hear people tell us the honest truth about what it takes at a very successful level to succeed. You know why? Because society beats it out of you. 
How many times can that guy go in front of a crowd and talk about his top 50 before the echoes of disapproval become too much for him? Give it a year or two and his answer might be something like this. I just try my hardest. It's always a struggle to try to do everything, but I do my best. I know I can try harder, so that's something I'm working on. Yes, that's a politically correct answer. Yes, it will get you a lot of nods and smiles. It is not even close to the truth. The key is to realize this happens all the time. The answer you're getting from someone may not be the actual truth, but rather a politically correct, pre-rehearsed answer based on dozens of interactions she's had before you. For example, when you see a celebrity on late night TV sharing some funny story, pre-rehearsed. When you see a beautiful photo of a celebrity in Us Weekly, they have stylists, hairdressers, and makeup people who made them look that good. They'll almost never admit this, of course. You'll hear things like, oh, this? I try to stay pretty low maintenance. I don't like all those fancy outfits all the time. Of course not, it's quote-unquote effortless. But also remember this, if you were in the same situation, you would probably do the same thing. This is hard for people to fathom since they imagine they'll always stay the same. For example, if you were a celebrity whose livelihood was dedicated to looking good, you'd have the exact same support system of nannies, stylists, and designers. If you were a busy entrepreneur like that panelist, you'd find ways of prioritizing who you spent your time with. And those might not sound too friendly to people who don't understand your life situation. Personally, I appreciate the honesty. Instead of having people tell me vague lies about what it takes to look great, build muscle, earn more, start a business, etc., I'd rather hear the unvarnished truth. What about you? You just listened to the post titled Being Weird and Being Okay With It by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. I thought that was really true. We don't like seeing how the sausage is made, and we often judge other people when we don't really understand their lifestyle. It's easy to do when we haven't walked in someone else's shoes, so that was a nice reminder for me. And I'm gonna keep this ending nice and short. It's been another crazy week for me. Producing three podcasts isn't the easiest thing in the world. If you wanna show some love, you can come by oldpodcast.com. There's a how to help page there, and you can also join my mailing list. All of that is appreciated. And that's another episode down. I will be back tomorrow with, again, I have no idea. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.